guess we should just go. <laughs> you have things lined up, ready for this? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, lots. Yeah, I guess you could say a decent amount's happened since the last time we recorded. I think you could say that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess we'll just uh, dive right into it. Yeah. So welcome everyone. I don't yes. know if there is anyone even still listening. No, but, no, no. Uh, this is we, the triumphant return of yeah. this Informers uh, podcast. We haven't recorded since uh, since before Halloween. November, right? Oh, it was before Halloween. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Jesus. Because we did record before Halloween. Then everything happened before I posted it. And by the time I was going to post it, it would have been like, "Oh, happy Halloween, everybody!" So I was just like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm not even gonna, right? Not even gonna bother posting it." Uh, so, uh, so I guess we'll just we'll just dive right into it. Sure, so, let's uh, do it. So it's been a while. Um, uh, a lot of stuff's been happening. Yeah. What, what have you been up to? Stuff Anything good? Things. Unfortunately, nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> In this whole time, it's been what, seven months now, eight months, that amount of time. Uh, yeah. not a damn thing new, really. It's been a lot of the same, a lot of just, uh, getting through day to day, the, you know, the nine to five grind as it were, mm. and, uh, just wasting time watching movies and going on. T- I've been spending a lot of time and money at conventions lately, more yeah. than like even usual. <laughs> so I, it's bad that I, I'm thinking about even going back through my Facebook timeline, thinking, what the hell have I done for the past half a year? I mean, we have gone to a lot of conventions, which we will probably get to oh, at yeah. some point during this. But uh, but that's that's exciting. I don't think I did anything. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I haven't done anything this year. <laughs> that's really unfortunate. So uh, um, about the time we recorded the last podcast, I probably mentioned it on like the last few podcasts. If you want to go back in time to like uh, <laughs> August, September, <laughs> which is almost a year. Wow. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah, um, <clears throat> I probably mentioned here and there that my father-in-law had uh, had cancer. Right, right. Um, so uh, around the time we uh, we recorded the last one, he took a he took a turn for the worse, and uh, and we actually lost him in uh, in November. So that's that's kind of how this whole thing, this whole like hiatus, yeah, started because uh, uh, my wife's an only child. I kind of like stepped in and had to do course, things. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a lot. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of like family things going on around that time. You know, so uh, so that was like the first beginning, right? Major hiatus thing, and then uh, me and my wife had a, a, a an unfortunate thing happen to us. Um, so you know, we were uh, we we're gonna have a baby, and and we lost it. Um, but I mean, I don't really want to get into it too much. I'm surprised you're not bringing it up right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, we're back on the we're trying again. Right. So I mean, right. it's one of those things where it's like. It happened, and uh, and it's awful, you know. But there's really nothing anyone can do about it. Of course, a lot of people. I mean, I feel almost like I should talk about it because nobody talks about it. This is true. Like everyone I've told mm-hmm. that this happened to us, everyone knows somebody who had it happen to them, or some of the people I've told said it happened to them. They just didn't want to talk about and it, and nobody knows because it's one of those things where it's like, what do you say? Right. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, think, it's happened in my family also. It's yeah, definitely. I know. A ton of people who like I've, I've just like I haven't really been open about it, but like if someone like talks to me, then it just comes out. And my wife's the same way, you know. It's one of those things where like, you know, you don't talk much about it, right. but when it does come out, it just comes out, you know. Like like Brian, I split a table with Brian Brown this past weekend at Wizard World, and um, I talked to him about it when we just were sitting there. You know, it's one of those things where like you're with someone enough. Right. It just comes out. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, there's so much emotion around it. Of course, yeah. you kind you you want to talk about it's it. It's one of those things. It's where just like, finding the right person, really. Like, not even the right time or the right moment, because yeah. there is never a right time or moment. It's just finding someone to talk to about it. Pretty yeah. Much. It's like December and January. You're on like the highest of highs when you find out 
that you're going to have a baby mm-hmm. and then it just like is gone. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you yeah. go through all these like highs and lows and then it's just over, you know? So, I mean, the only thing you can do is really just get back on the horse and that's what we're doing. You know, we're trying to just, you know, we don't want to say get past it, but it's like, you just move on. You right. Know? So it sucks, but yeah, um, sorry to bring everybody down, but uh, that's okay. I mean, that's, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's worth talking about. It's it worth mentioning. Is. Um, just because we've been gone for so long and this year has just been crazy with all kinds of horrible shit. And we were yeah. going to record what last week, two weeks ago, my fucking air conditioner died. <laughs> yeah. It's just like one thing after another. I, mean, I wouldn't really like, put but, them in the same league, but yeah, you're right. No, like, but it's, just, yeah. it's, just, it's always been something coming. It's always up. been something. I mean, and it's, un- yeah. For, I mean, there's been good things that have come along the way also because in that time there has been the holidays. There has been you know different sure. conventions and uh, yeah. friends have been celebrating some things. And our families and, have been doing a lot of great stuff as well. <laughs> I was going to save this video for later. I think it might be a good tension oh, breaker. No. Plus, we, I mean there's an 80-year-old guy who sang Drowning Pool's Bodies. Have you seen this? I've been hearing about it, but I didn't know that's what he sang. I've been hearing like 80-year-old metalhead and I have not – known too right. much about it i mean we got some some crazy good crazy news stories to talk about it's mean, not dwell on the there's been there was in several weeks uh well florida is still around yeah i have some, some pretty so. solid florida news stories right. so i mean we are back of course you know yeah. we're we're putting the awful shit behind us and we're right. moving on we're having fun now right. I, mean, I actually i literally had just had to go through facebook to think of like good shit that has happened along the way also and that, that's pretty sad i had to do that yeah, but, I mean, I did. I did visit our favorite land up north a couple months ago. Yeah, um, the Great Toronto. Uh, it's still an amazing place. I still want Tim Hortons daily. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Wawa. But, Can you franchise a Tim Hortons? Then bring it down I mean, here? it won't be the same. It's one of those things because that it's maple like the water, right? It, it is. I yeah. can, and it's the truth because the maple dip, hands down, there's a of difference. Course. Yeah, because when we're in Toronto, amazing. I visited Montreal a couple months back. They had Tim's. I got excited. Eh, just wasn't the same. It wasn't. Go to Toronto again, like not that long ago, and there it is. It's like home again. So. And they say you can't go home again, but guess what? In Toronto, you can go oh, home yes. again. Visit the Harry Potter bar up there, the, the Lockhart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when you hear a Harry Potter themed bar, you think like this is going to be awesome. Like three broomsticks. Yeah, it's not of. that. No. Um, it's it's just kind of like super low key, and here it's very subtle. It is. There's like things written on the walls. There's a couple drinks that are made up that way, but they they really don't have any food. It's kind of just a really low key kind of place. When we first saw it, we were thinking like, I don't know if this is the place to stay. But the staff are the coolest people in the world. Because we were even thinking like, what do we do? Do we go and try to find somewhere else in the area? What do we do? They told us a bunch of different places to check out, and it was we did check out a couple other places, but we wound up going back to them. Because they were just really cool, super talkative. We spent hours just chilling with the staff of the Lockhart. Wow. So they were really cool. I'd recommend going there. Uh, one of many recommendations since a lot has happened and yeah. a lot we can recommend tonight. Well, what um, we did was me and, me and my wife, speaking of Harry Potter, after all the awful – That's right because you, you went the opposite direction. Yeah, after all the terrible, awful shit happened, uh, my wife is a gigantic Harry Potter nut. We decided, fuck it. Let's go to Harry Potter world <laughs> and forget this world. So that that's what we did. Makes sense. Yeah. We took uh, we took a week and went to uh, Disney and Universal and Harry Potter World, and it was awesome. And I think we want to go back I'm like so next jealous. year already because <laughs> it was incredible. I mean, it's uh, it's really awesome. Like even if you're just like a casual Harry Potter fan, the fact that you can like buy a wand <laughs> and make sh- crazy shit happen and stuff <laughs> all over the place is uh, totally worth it. It's the wand's like. 
it's probably forty bucks, but oh, okay. it's totally worth it. I mean, it's one of those things where like you can bring back when you go back, right. and if it breaks or something while you're home, they will just fix it for free. There's like a repair shop in the wand shop, so oh wow, we had uh, there's it's like an infrared lens, but it has to move a certain way or nothing happens. And our lens got scratched up because we had it in, like, the backpack, mm-hmm. like, face down. So they just fixed it wow, right there. Very cool. so, and that's about the price. If you go to, like, a Barnes & Noble or something like that and get one of those, like, character wands, it's about around that area. So and they, they have, get a whole experience around yeah. it, though. And they have wands where it's, like, the characters. Right. And then they have wands where it's just the wood, but the wood kind of has, like, a story to it. Okay. And the personality of the person. So, like, my wife picked... Willow, which is almost like one of those things where it's like strong and able to overcome things. Okay. So we went with that one and then we found a guide online where it's like, has your birthday and it turned out it was actually her birthday. Oh, wow. So it was, it was cool. Um, and, uh, Disney, I got to see the Star Wars fireworks show. Okay. Best fireworks show I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So what Uh, made it Star Wars fireworks? Were they like exploding Darth Vader's in the sky or? Um, they have all the music. Okay. Including stuff from The Force Awakens. Okay, nice. And, like, they have lightsaber sounds <laughs> and, like, s- space battle sounds with the, oh, the wow. fireworks. So, like, when they play Duel of the Fates oh, man. and they, they have, like, the sound effect of a lightsaber lighting up, they shoot off, like, a red firework and, a like, a green firework. No way. And then, like, all kinds of shit breaks off that when awesome. Duel of the Fates, you know, starts to pick up a little bit. Um, it's all on YouTube if you want to spoil yourself. I made sure not to, but no. then I watched it later when I got home. Right. I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't get to take any pictures or photo because my camera was dead by the time the show started. But, uh, oh, it was so good. Nice. So worth it. Yeah, I haven't been to Disney since 2006 and Universal since 2008. So it's been a while. And before back then, they didn't have Star Wars fireworks. They didn't have Harry Potter World. So I've missed a lot in that amount of time. I yeah. definitely need to go back and check this stuff out. Yeah, it's funny. Um, me and my wife went to high school together. In 2002, we went on senior trip. God, 2002. Jesus. So anyway, 2002, <laughs> you know, BC, we went to a senior trip, and we went to Disney and Universal. And then we went on our honeymoon in 2009, um, which was seven years. And then we went this year, which was seven years. So we're like, oh, we go to okay. Disney every seven years. And we're like, well, we got to shorten that up a bit. Yeah. But I mean – you figure like seven years, it's like completely different every time you go. So yeah. it's really cool. Universal was totally different from last time we went there. I also went on Spider Man like three times, of which course, was, which was awesome. They changed that a little bit. Really? They just made it like 4K and like cleaned it up a lot. Um, but other than that, like it was great. I had to go on ET too. You know? Yeah, ET is a standard. It's like goodbye, there's, John. <laughs> there's no age limit for ET. No. That ride is incredible. And no Steven Spielberg still does the intro, and he's, like, younger <laughs> Steven Spielberg. And he's like, you will guide E.T. through this journey to save this planet from destruction. And then they show, like, the, the like, weird-looking E.T.'s. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's, what's weird is it reminds me a lot of the Star Wars holiday special with, like, Chewbacca's family. <laughs> and it's all these weird-looking E.T.'s. And they're all, like, some of them are really freaky-looking. See, it's like, like these plants that are all I know they alive. had to keep up with the times, and they keep changing things. Like, they added the Minion ride recently because they got rid of the Nickelodeon thing. Right. Um, but the two things I hope they don't get rid of are E.T. and Terminator 2. Right. I know. I know. We lost Back to the Future already. I know. Terminator 2 is going to go eventually. It has to. That's yeah. going to be the one. E.T. should have some lasting power. They've made three Terminator movies, haven't they? Or is it two? Five? Yeah, how many Terminators? Have, no, I mean, have they made since? Oh, since, since then, that, yeah. uh, Terminator Three, Terminator 
Christian Bale. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Terminator. So three. Yeah, and, so they made uh, three Terminator movies. Old since Man Arnie. Yeah, yeah. So they've made three since then. But I mean, Terminator Genesis 3D just doesn't have the same ring to it. That sounds like a horrible idea. That's what it was called in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that was a horrible idea too. I didn't see it, but I heard it was horrible. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's it's new Terminator. Yeah, it's it okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It had yep. Khaleesi in it, so. Ugh. I like Khaleesi. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's just not the same. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's not. It's different, so I don't like it. Yeah. So we went on vacation. We came back, and uh, and here I am. So we're back. Yes. We did uh, Wizard World this past weekend. We got we've hit so many conventions in the past like, month or so. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about, from Great Philly Comic Con to ACBC Wizard World. Yeah, a lot has happened. It's true, and we have a huge announcement tonight. Yes, we do. Which we will be breaking shortly. Um, but I guess uh, I'm trying to think of what we can do here. Let me because our soundboard, of course, is still down. <laughs> so I'm trying to find a nice little ditty to introduce. Oh, <laughs> luckily we have YouTube. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> so the internet's full of I wonders. Just, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want to pick. I guess we got to go with this one, right? Uh, I would I would assume. I mean, that pretty much encompasses most things. <laughs> should we go with? Should we start with end of the world news? Yeah, why the hell not? All right, sure. Let's play this remix and see how this sounds. Awesome. That's a great intro. Yeah. <laughs> that's even better than the last one we had. I think that's great. I love that's, it. I like it too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we're going to start off with uh, – which one should we start with here? All right. Bobby Brown we'll start with. All right. Oh, no. Bobby Brown says he fucked a ghost. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought this was going to like Bobby Christina territory or Whitney. No. No. Of course not. He finds – Bobby Brown had sex with a ghost, he said, on 2020 this past week. Just in time for Ghostbusters, oddly enough. Which reminded me, it it just reminds me of Bobby Brown in that scene with uh, Dan Aykroyd, with the ghost unbuttoning his pants, but instead of Dan Aykroyd, it's Bobby Brown. So let's let's hear what he has to say about this. Well, he should get one after this, where he's just, like, doing a ghost. I I I can't even believe I'm going to ask you this, but I have to. You, You had sex with a ghost? A ghost, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Tell me about it. I moved into this house. I bought this mansion in Georgia. So this was a really, really spooky place. But yes, one time um, I woke up and, yeah, a ghost. I was being mounted by a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. If when we make a new soundboard, <laughs> I think I think that needs to be part of it. Mounted by a ghost. Let's see if we can... A ghost. Oh, wait, let me remind you. Mounted by a ghost. Mounted by a ghost. It's being mounted by a ghost. I wasn't high. That was my next question. I wasn't. <laughs> First time for everything, right? <laughs> that was my next question. Wasn't Were you tripping? High at all. Were you tripping? No, I was no. not tripping. You've had quite a life. I've had some crazy situations. I don't. I don't even <laughs> know what to say to that. He's being mounted by a ghost. He was being mounted by a ghost. Yeah. Um. That's, I. Uh, <laughs> it's something. 
I got nothing. I, I really don't know what else to say to that. Like, how does that story come up? Uh, uh, I wonder if he moved out like right after that, or did he decide like, is that was that considered cheating on Whitney when he's being mounted by a ghost? I guess <laughs> I. I have, I have so many more questions now Man. for Bobby Brown, more than I ever had before. I know, like, like I've there's some things you could ask Bobby Brown, but I wanted to, I want a whole book on his ghost encounters. Yeah, like almost like he, <laughs> it'll be called like Boston a, Makes Me Feel Good. <laughs> maybe he could host like a sexy unsolved mysteries. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, that does technically make him a Ghostbuster, then. That's true. Well, the ghost busted on him, so. Oh. He got ghost busted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's been slimed. Yep. He slimed me. Uh, ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, got a, I got a bunch of Florida news here, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Things happen in Florida? That's still a state. Yeah, it's still a state. It should be like its own planet at this point. Oh, I went there. Nothing crazy happened to me, though. Because Orlando's its own little I subdivision. I, did, I tried not to leave <laughs> like the parks or the my Flor- hotel. The people of Florida do not go to Orlando or live in Orlando. That's all tourist central. I did discover something in Florida, though, that I never saw before. Uh, Super Target. Super Target. Super Target. Huh. It's a gigantic Target that's like the size of the mall. <laughs> it has like a full grocery store in it. And a Target. So like bigger than the Super Walmart's almost? Like, yeah. Wow. And it has its own parking garage. What? And it has a cart elevator. So <laughs> when you go to your floor in the parking garage, you put your cart in this thing, and you see it go up to the floor. Dude, I saw that in Toronto also. Except yeah. there's this place called Canadian Tire, which ironically did not sell tires. <laughs> what? <laughs> Canada. <laughs> they just sold everything else. It was basically like Canada Target. Um, and they had little escalators for... Uh, shopping carts too it was insane that's crazy that was weird I couldn't believe it it was almost like the robot that I saw when I went to Geico at Virginia Beach <laughs> but uh in Florida uh the city posted a picture pleading for the public's help in find the owner of a Flintstones car that was parked illegally in the streets okay. yeah someone has a Flintstones car in Florida wow, that's uh that's legit it is it's really nice I love that they put the impound sticker on the thing. <laughs> I guess they couldn't put a boot on yeah, it. Yeah, right. you know? I was about to say, how do you put a boot on this thing? Yeah, because people use their feet to drive the thing. You have to put a boot on the person. <laughs> uh, Key West officials want to tow it away, but that but it can't be considered abandoned until they go through the process of attempting to find its owner. Uh, originally, uh, we were sure that the driver was an easily angered middle-aged man who wears an orange smock with black patches. <laughs> Early Thursday afternoon, the city announced on Facebook they found the owner. No names released, but rumors floating around the gentleman named Barney Rubble was the driver. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's awesome. Why would they leave it in the street like that, though? Maybe they live there. Maybe that's just like... I, I, I don't know. This is the problem with end of the world news. It's just things you can't You don't want explain. to question it. Because <laughs> it's just like, with every one of these news stories, there's not really much you could do after a while. you just like, yep, that's a... Yep. That's a thing that happened. And it's real. Uh, yeah. This was in Key West, too. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's isn't like expensive area, I think that's kind of like, that's fancy. It's fancy Flintstones that, that's car. Not, that's not bedrock area. That's, that's a legit. Right? Shut up. You click the ad. Now the ad's coming up. Nah, I got it. Um, it's gone. 
Well, it's good timing for our next story, then. Oh, no. Man allegedly strips naked and poops on grocery store scanner. That's more like it. That's our normal case. Spoiler alert. There's alcohol involved. Really? Cincinnati, not Florida, by the oh, way. Oh, that's disappointing. A Cincinnati man is facing charges of disorderly conduct and public indecency after he pooped on the scanner of a Kroger grocery store. Police arrested 23-year-old Colin Murphy on Sunday after a store employee accused him of stripping naked. Then, after he disrobed... <laughs> this mugshot's great. Yep. <laughs> That's, yep. He's got Kramer hair. He does. After he disrobed, he sat on the scanner at a self-checkout register and shit on it. <laughs> Prior to the incident, witnesses said they saw him stumbling around the store, slurring his speech, and smelling like booze. Oh he was charged with public indecency and disorderly conduct and taken to the jail. He was later released on $2,000 bail. Yep, so he's got Kramer hair and a Freddie Mercury mustache. So. Anyway, where's the video? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know all these stores have security cameras yeah. everywhere. Everyone wants to see the video Guaranteed of that. they save that. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be viral in the Kroger community for I years. I hope it's in the training video. Like, what to do if this happens in your store? Yeah. And it's just that man showing up. Just his face. Yeah. <laughs> if you see this, call the cops immediately. And back in Florida. Okay. Yeah, we had to take a little detour. Yeah. A woman says she quit her job so she could breastfeed her 36-year-old bodybuilding boyfriend on a full-time basis. Uh, um, <laughs> um, Jennifer Mulford from Atlanta said she wanted to start an adult breastfeeding relationship with her boyfriend because of the magical bond it can create between two people. Hold on. This article has adult breastfeeding relationship in quotes and it has it abbreviated. abbreviated. Like it's a thing. So this is a thing? I don't know if it's a thing. I don't I'm not I in one. I think you got to type in ABR in Google and see what happens. If you want to do it now, it's up to you, but I was going to wait till after the article. Well, or... Yeah, wait till after the article. Okay. All right. We'll see if we want to find out more or not. I don't know. I'm I'm <clears throat> cautiously curious about if it's a <laughs> thing. you want to get you want to get be a part of that? Nope. <laughs> nope. When I read about the pure joy it brought others, I was desperate to seek out a partner to share an emotional bond with. I used dating sites, put messages on ABR4. It is a thing. It's Are you a kidding thing. me? And I even put an advert on Craigslist. What? Because Mulford hasn't given birth, the pair revealed that they have to dry feed every two hours to trick her body into thinking it has a child to feed. Oh, my God. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Apparently, they even set alarms in the night so they can wake up and feed in the dark. What the hell? <laughs> it's like night crawlers. <laughs> she added, I'll never say never, but I love the time we spend nursing alone. It's our time away from the rest of the world, and I look forward to every feed. Ew. He's like he's like Morbius from uh, Spider Man. I need plasma, plasma. Oh my god! If all this is getting a bit much for you, then you're not alone. The reaction to the couple's ABR antics have been mixed. Some have supported it in the comments, and some have some obvious points, and some less obvious ones. It's not weird to drink milk from a cow. Oh, brother! <laughs> Someone commented with normal. <laughs> Most people were not fully on board. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, someone on the comment section summed it up with, that's enough internet for one day. <laughs> wow. So that's that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, that Should we see if... I don't know. Because remember last time we found some subgroup and we got we found out all about furries and... All right. So we I uh, looked up ABR and the American first match is the American Board of Radiology. <laughs> well, that's which not is, so bad. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Auditory brainstem response. Okay. I'm yeah. into it. I get it. Arbor Reality... Arbor Realty Trust. <laughs> <laughs> These seem like nice things. Yeah, I would. Luckily, it's not on the first page of Google, so it's not that big of a thing. American bicycle recycling. That's pretty good. I would join that forum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, page three. 
Uh, associates, associates for biblical research. Oh, let's see. These are nice things. ABR is not terrible. No. We, you know. <laughs> ABR Capital Management. All right. Page four of Google. Still no uh, no breastfeeders. No feeds. <laughs> Feeding. Feeds. Feed. No feeds in the feed. Feed the plasma. American Building Restoration Products. Oh, well, I support ABR then. Yeah. That's uh-huh. good. Authorized business representative. Sprint. Apparently, that's what they call their employees. Oh, so Sprint has ABR. Sprint is into Sprint, ABR. Sprint is really into ABR. They love it. Yep. Appalachian Bear Rescue. I'm totally down I with mean, that. I mean, yeah. I care about bears. Atlanta Board of Realtors. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, how, how deep into the rabbit hole are we going here? I, I don't know. <laughs> Accredited buyer's representative. All right. Um, no, I, I think I think it's. I think a, they, did they make we're it? on seven pages of Google and we still haven't found it. No, so, no. so what are you going to type in next? ABR. Oh, oh, all right. ABR breastfeeding. Bread bar. Ah, oh, jeez, this new story came up. <laughs> <laughs> ABF4u.com. Oh, it's ABF. That's a thing. Yeah, I guess so. They added the feeding no, adult breastfeeding breast for you relationship. So ABF. ABF4u.com. Why are you clicking it? Oh, it's a, it's a giant nipple when you click on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, hold on. There's something from a radio station in Toronto talking about There's it. There's a, uh, an ABFR e-card. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a giant nipple. Uh, that was a great reaction. Oh, it's a giant nipple. <laughs> That's what it was. I saw it. Um, yep. All right. So, uh, that's a, finally, that's enough of that. The story that I wanted to play the well, right. video. We're gonna end on a good note, I guess. Yeah. There's an 80 year old who was at a karaoke party. It looks like it's like a backdoor, like a wedding reception okay. thing almost. And uh, he's doing karaoke, and someone has a joke, decides to play uh, Drowning Pool Bodies, oh my God. <laughs> and he just goes with it because he's awesome. This. Make this happen. Okay. Hold on. We'll, we'll play a lot of this so so you can get the full gist. It's pretty good. This is incredible. Yeah, he's great. He, should, he needs to lead. He needs to sing in his own band. He needs to be the new singer of Drowning Pool. They need one. Drowning <laughs> Pool come back with this guy. See the open up a pop of ocean. About this party, just don't even know what to no. say or do right now. Everything just stopped. time stood still during this. <laughs> I think his screams are my favorite part. <laughs> 
He could like make up and stuff, but that part he he knew that. <laughs> Be the coolest party ever. <laughs> like, dude, you're fucking singing that again. <laughs> He's doing his own version of it too. Yeah. That might be my new favorite Let the Bodies to the Floor video I've seen. Yeah, the Pirate one's pretty good. The Pirate one's really good. But. Wow. That was... Awesome. That was great. And I know, obviously, we're a podcast, so you're probably going to look this up on your own to get a view of what this guy looked like. If I had to describe it, I know I'm getting a little obscure. It's like the creepy old dude in, like, Poltergeist 2 and 3. <laughs> like, the, the ball is like, you gotta die in there. That's what this guy looks like, except yeah. now he's singing about bodies hitting the floor. It's it's creepy, but so awesome at the same time. It's incredible. Yeah. Now, let's compare it to the other okay, greatest. This is the other greatest cover of the song. <laughs> it's, it's a parrot, by the way. <laughs> Might still win. Yeah, the parrot's really yeah, good. Yeah, eighty year old. I mean, if they went on tour together, I yeah. would I would pay to see that. They should go on America's Got Talent together. Oh my God. I would. Did, I would did the old guy show up on America's Got Talent or something? I, that's like what that? I heard, but I haven't seen it. I just saw the backyard video. Yeah, because that's how I thought the story started. Someone mentioned this old dude being a metalhead on America's Got Talent. What happened was he probably did the backyard video, and everyone's dude, you got to go on America's Got Talent. And then he went on afterwards. So good funny. For him. <laughs> what a maniac. <laughs> Best press drowning pool's ever gotten. I know, right? How like that's they just won't go away. That song will live forever. <laughs> it really does. A song about death and bodies sitting the floor, and it just won't die. <laughs> it's crazy. Although I I have a a fondness for that song because I do remember when I was younger when it first came out. Uh, you know how the local carnivals always come to the area or something like that. I went on the zipper ride with a friend of mine. Which the zipper is this spinning contraption of death that you spin around in a cart while all the carts spin around each other and you feel like it's the end of days as you're on it. And, of course, to alleviate that pressure and I guess just to be jerks to everyone around us, we started belting out that song. 
um, I don't know how much that was appreciated to see about letting the bodies hit the floor as we're spinning around several dozen feet in the air. Um, but it got us through it. it. Felt better eventually. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's Care, it. Cares what everyone else thinks. <laughs> Fuck <Exactly>. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> This is like that old guy. He doesn't care what everyone else thinks. I know, right? It's a, like that old guy just says, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna scream the bodies at everybody." <laughs> All right, let's let's dive into this convention recap here. Let's do it. I'm gonna play play this classic gem here for an intro. Ooh. Remember, this song was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like shit. It's super shitty quality. Let's see. I wonder if we got a better. There's got to be a better quality version. No, God, it's awful. It's even worse. Yeah. Jesus. It has a synth added. I know. It's like me. With this one, maybe. Okay. So. So basically, we're here in the event center. Uh, with Todd Pettengill to my left. Uh, so we're here. Uh, we went to a lot of conventions in between our whole break off. Just we got invited to do stuff for free. We uh, wanted to cover some for the show. Uh, and big uh, thank you to everybody who invited us to come out to the shows. Um, shout out to the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con, yes, Atlantic so City, uh, Boardwalk, Boardwalk Con. Con. Um, just uh, two great shows, you know. Uh, they invited us to come out, check it out, and we did. And it was awesome. So, yeah. So uh, basically, we opened the convention season with uh, South Jersey Geek Fest. Yes, which was awesome as always. I will be back there again in I August. Almost forgot about it. it seems so long. Or October. Again. I mean, I'll be back there in October. <laughs> Jesus. You know, uh, next time we record. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> Maybe live from there. So uh, I will be back there in October. Uh, it was great as always. Yeah. Uh, still one of the best shows I do. Geek Fest is always one of the most welcoming places. Like, and it, it's amazing because it's getting bigger and bigger. And you would think it's just our small little local community that goes to this thing, but the word's spreading. Yeah, like people are coming in from other states now just to see this tiny little show that has been really picking up steam. Uh, as we said, the organizer of the show there is incredible, really good folks. Always come around checking if we need like water or pizza or see how everyone's doing. They give us the free um, little Caesars, which is a nice touch. Yeah, exactly. Which then no other convention does that. No other convention really cares. Well, I'm sure others care, but no one else outwardly comes up and puts a face on them caring and, sh- and appreciating that you're there to help them with Some their show. Some of them just put an ass on it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, I love it. The owners are awesome, and they're moving into a bigger location, which is going to be pretty really? cool. Um, oh, not, you're not the show. Oh, yeah, that's the right. owners own a store in Woodbury called Tiki Tiki Board Games, and uh, they're moving to a huge location that's like two doors down, which is yeah, like kind of a staple in like Woodbury. Two stories, and it's uh, it should really – I mean – I'm genuinely surprised because I thought it's a place that sells board games. How big did it get? But they're doing really well. It's yeah, plus incredible they're incredible for them. They're going to be um, kind of, uh, I guess, having spaces in there for rent. Right. So from what I heard, I could be mistaken, but I do know currently next to them is a store called uh, Luke and Cade's Toy Chest, which sells a lot of toys and video games and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, are they like going to be the upstairs neighbors? Like. From what I heard, that they are going to be taking over part of that spot yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what's going to take over their old plots then. I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. We will. <laughs> the Geek Fest is great as always. It's 
twice a year. If you uh, come to New Jersey area, it's a small little show. You can get, r- run through it all in like an hour or two. But yeah. there is a lot to see and a lot of good people there. So it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so from there, uh, Great. I didn't do anything for Free Comic Book Day on purpose because it was my wife's birthday. Right. Um, but uh, then we did uh, – I believe that was Atlantic City after that. Or no, yeah, we, Greater we, covered, Philadelphia. we covered the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, so we got press badges for Greater Philadelphia Comic Con, which was my first time there. Last year I wasn't in town when it was going on, so I went for the first time. It was really cool. It was uh, very similar to like RetroCon and Too Many Games. Right. It's in the same location, but it's um, it's a lot of it's a lot of cool vendors too. Like it's a nice mix of everything. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of cosplayers, a lot of vendors for sale, and in this particular one, it was an explosion of '90s nostalgia. Yeah. Like pretty much just a bunch of the original Power Rangers were there, including Amy Jo Johnson, who I've been in love with since 1992. And it hasn't. I know, right? And She's just so <laughs> darn cute. Uh, Kel from Keenan and Kel came out of the shadows and showed up over there also. You know who I wanted to meet more than anybody else was the guy from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was there. Yes. Uh, he's the one who chose poorly. Yeah. And he was also the ADAT commander in Empire Strikes Back. But uh, I was going to meet him, but he was actually kind of pricey. He was like 50 That was my only hitch with that yeah. show. I loved the show. I thought there was a lot yeah. to say. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too overbearing, but it was just enough. My only hitch, is, and it's not really reflective of the show. It's just reflective of the business now. Was the autograph pricing for a lot of these celebrity guests? Yep. You know, I've been doing the autographing thing for a de- at least a decade now, and I've seen it kind of fluctuate, go up and down, depending on the person. But it seemed like the lowest for anyone there was almost, I think, like fifty bucks. Which, I mean, if you're a big enough fan, you'll do it. But that definitely turned me off from doing a lot of it because yeah. I I would have loved to have met Amy Jo Johnson or Kel or even the one I was kind of excited about. Like, oh man, that's awesome! But Again, I just didn't want to spend the money. Was a uh, Jombie from Peter's oh, Playhouse? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was there. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I would love the chance to meet him, but it's just, I can't. I can't drop that kind of money. No. So it, it's unfortunate, but it, but people do it. It's just the way that that industry is now. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the uh, nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So yeah, I loved it. I got a bunch of Spideys I needed. Um, nice. It was also the day after Prince died, which sucked. But yes. people were busting out their Prince comics yeah, trying to sell them for like friggin' Prince comic seventy five bucks. I heard about a couple years ago. I'm like, there's no way this is real, and it's this big fake backstory of Prince and how he became Prince. But he's basically <laughs> given like Batman's backstory. It's the most ridiculous book I've ever heard of. I've been hunting for it for years because he's party man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's the he's the Gemini. Mm-hmm. And it would – this book was impossible to find because it's this little stupid book that came out in the late 80s that no one really cared about unless you're like a serious prince collector, I guess. Unless you're a party man. Right. <laughs> unless you're a party man. So right. no one has ever had this book at the shows I've been to for the past almost 10 years. And then, and then he dies. And then the next day there's a show and there's a guy there who has it for $75. What a bargain. Yeah, I know. So uh, no, that didn't happen. I did not buy that. Because I gave it a month or two, and it's going to be back to being like, yeah, five bucks, I guess. Yeah. That's probably where it's at now already. <laughs> yeah. It's like Moonwalker. That was like 200-some bucks. Now it's like back down to like 50, 60. Right. It's like doable now. Mm-hmm. It's a great game, though. It's totally oh, it worth. is. I, yeah. I mean, I finally hooked up. Well, I've had my restaurant hooked up, but I finally just bought Sega Genesis controller last night. Yeah. Because the wireless controllers that come with the restaurant are garbage. They're terrible. I yeah. can't get them to sync at all. Nope, they don't either. work. No. So uh, I just threw them right out. Sorry, Hyperkin. The garbage. The, yeah. The, the 5 apparently has nicer controllers, but I would still just use the originals. Yeah. So 
I um I bought a Genesis controller and I was playing. I own two Sega Genesis games currently, which are Moonwalker, as I've mentioned on this show before, of how excited I was to find that. Mm-hmm. And recently, I was cleaning out my old bedroom at my parents' house, and I found I got rid of almost all my Sega Genesis games. I think I gave them all to my cousins when I was younger, when I was upgrading to like a PlayStation. But I guess I forgot one or two of them because I found The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Oh, nice! So I'm like, oh, this is awesome! I forgot about this game. I started playing it. And I started remembering the game. <laughs> God, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I can't get past the first boss still. The Jeez. first boss is Harley Quinn in this giant mech jack-in-the-box thing. <laughs> and you got to destroy the bottom, destroy the middle, destroy the top, and then fight her. And it's a pain. Like, I got further in Contra than I wow. did with this. Which, again, now that I have the Retron, playing Contra again. Started playing it, kept dying, got annoyed. Yep. So I put in the cheat codes and started playing it more. But then I felt guilty. <laughs> like, wait, if I die, my name's going to be on the high score, and I didn't actually earn this. So I just quit. Eh. And I bought it as a collector's piece, and I went to Monster Mania back in March, because uh, I went to a couple horror conventions on my own uh, since the last break. I've gone to Monster Mania and to uh, Chiller up mm-hmm. in North Jersey. And I had Kane Hodder, who played Jason, sign my NES copy of Friday the 13th. <laughs> I never played the game. Oh, jeez. I decided to play the game. Yeah. I... I don't know what I'm doing. I'm throwing rocks at zombies. I'm running through a house, and then big purple Jason wants to box me, and mm-hmm. I die. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was light fireplaces, apparently. Yeah, it's really weird. You gotta watch Angry Video Game Nerd does a really good <laughs> review slash tutorial uh-huh. on like how you do it. You know, because he does one of his reviews where it's like, okay, then you do this with this, and then once you do that, you get this. <laughs> and then he's like, makes sense, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's. That's awesome. I mean, um, I just bought get off track. I just bought one of those uh, 150 and one cartridges on AliExpress, which I highly recommend. Nice, they're really cool. And they they just added a, apparently a 401 Genesis cartridge. Jesus Christ! Which I'm curious to check out. So, hmm. it's very cool. Nice. Uh, so after we did the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con, ACBC, ACBC, um, the guys from Comic Trips who are awesome. Uh, if you uh, have a second, go on YouTube and yes. check out Definitely Comic Trips. Subscribe to their channel; they're yeah. really cool. Um, it's basically American Pickers, but for comic books <laughs> and action figures. So, I mean, it's highly recommended if you're into this whole and they have thing. Much better personalities too. Yes, like, they're entertaining. If you hate the toy hunter, <laughs> <laughs> if your dog farts and stinks up the God whole room, damn it, dog. fucking dog. Smells awful. Jesus Christ! What the hell! Don't look at me like that. <laughs> he looks so proud of himself. Get back. I mean, God. Sorry, folks, for technical God. issues here. We're getting gassed out here. <laughs> Nerve gas. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> check out Comic Trips. <laughs> Where's the window? Oh, God. Get out of here, dog. Uh, uh, yeah, so they, uh, they're they really big in the Atlantic City community, and they passed the word along to Atlantic City Boardwalk Convention runners and got me a free table. So they asked me if I wanted to come out and do it, and... I said I'd love to, so I, I did it, and it was great. It was my first time going. Um, they were extremely nice and accommodating. Um, they gave me like pretty much as many free passes as I wanted. Right, so um, I was able to see it as well. Yeah. So. Uh, this was my second year going to ACBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading up to it, I was even talking to you. I described it as like Wizard World Light. Right. That's what it, it seemed like to me, too. There was yeah, it's Diet Wizard World, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of celebrity guests there, a lot of like big name comic uh, creators there as well. Plus, they also have there was a whole Marvel stand in the middle. There was a bunch of things for sale. A lot of uh, cool vendors. A lot of 
What separated this one that I really liked with ACBC is the attention of local businesses. Yeah. Because that's not something you see in too many conventions, but there was a lot of, like, food and craft vendors that were just local, like, stores and shops and businesses from Atlantic City trying to get their names out there. Yeah. To, you know. Like fudge places, coffee places. Right. There was a, a lot. It was like like a saltwater tab, like candy shops yeah. from the boardwalk and stuff right. were there. It was cool. It's really cool. Um but yeah, it was great. Um, I bought more Spider-Man books than <laughs> I needed. Um, you sold your uh, Donald Trump. I did. You sold two of them, actually. I have sold Donald Trump everywhere I've gone. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I did this Donald Trump piece because he became a thing since we've been gone. Oh God, yes, yeah, fucking fucking uh, Voldemort came out and came back to life. <laughs> fucking Wormtail came out and cut off uh, his hand, threw it in a pot, and fucking Donald Trump came out. <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's a thing oh my now. God, you're dunking it again. Oh god, it's terrible. Anyway, yeah, uh, so I did I did a uh, sketch of Captain America punching him in the face, and it's been selling like crazy as shit. Before Captain America joined to the dark side, right? I know. So uh, that's been great. <laughs> <laughs> You've made a lot of money off of Donald Trump. And then we did we did Wizard World from there, which was last week, and that. Is awesome because it was the best Wizard World I ever did. Yeah, I say, this is your best Wizard World ever. Yeah, uh, I debuted my coloring book too, which I'll probably make a post about soon and maybe sell through my site. I'm not Big sure book how of that's bots. not sure how that's going to work yet. It might just be a show exclusive for now, or you know, if you know me, send me an email and I'll be able to mail you one. It's five bucks. But uh, if you followed me during October, I did Inktober, um, which was a sketch every day in the month of October, and. But if you're doing Inktober, you pick, like, a theme. So I picked robots, and then about halfway through, my wife and a couple other people were like, you should do something with these. You should make them a coloring book or make them a sketchbook. So that's what I did. I made them a, a coloring book. So I did a 32-page or so coloring book uh, with a blank page in the back so people could draw their own robot. Right. And uh, it's it turned out really nice. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so I, I, brought, I debuted that last weekend at Wizard World, and it, it went over really well. I still have some, so if you're interested, I guess hit me up on Twitter or whatever, and we can. I guess we can make one happen. Right. Uh, you can PayPal me. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah, if, you you, know? if you did follow back in October, you get a taste of the type of uh, of <laughs> robots that are in this book. But seeing it all compiled together, it's really cool. It's a it's a really nice piece. It definitely can is an attention grabber too. And with the whole like adult coloring book thing being huge right now, mm-hmm. like it's. These are characters that you're not often seeing in right. these type of colors. Like the Rocky Four robot. Why? I still can't <laughs> believe you did the goddamn Rocky Four robot. <laughs> uh, well, of all know. of the robots you could possibly do from the history of pop culture, you did the Rocky Four robot. I love the Rocky Four robot. Okay, I like Vicky, the robot from Small Wonder, but that well, wasn't in there. Guess what? If you buy the coloring book, you can put Vicky Maybe in Maybe I'll there. draw Vicky then. Yeah. There you go. I can't draw. That's why I put the empty space in there because the the one that I saw today that got posted was uh, someone did the little robots from Batteries Not Included, which look like the little hamburgers. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Uh, someone sketched one in the back, and I, I shared it today. What's the uh, what's the robot's name from Blank Man? J5. That's it. <laughs> J5. Eh. <laughs> that would be another good one you could draw great there. one. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, Mystery Science Theater. I've yes. heard that, you know. Be suggested, Tom Servo and Crow. No, I tell you what, you should like whenever someone does one of those, you should just start posting other people's bot creations on your site or on Facebook sure. or something, just yeah. sharing it. If like, anyone, if anyone does one and they want to share it, 
post it on Twitter or send it to me, uh, John at SynergyComic.com. I will gladly share your robot creation. Or if I missed one that you want to post, then send me a picture. Yeah, yeah that's what the whole back page is for. The book, it's flat out says. Now yep. here's the part you can create your. I own will bot. not repost if you draw penises. <laughs> no, even if it's a penis bot. No. It's, uh... Well, maybe if it's a penis bot. <laughs> I'm going to start getting dick bots. Great. It's great. Well, maybe you'll get like Bicentennial Man also. Who knows? Or that C-3PO baseball card with his big gold <laughs> dick. <laughs> she Google that, everybody. Uh, that's almost as bad. Googling that's almost as bad as Googling ABR. I was like a millisecond away from doing a Moonwalker Michael Jackson oh, robot. You son of a bitch. So that was, that was really close Damn to happening. But I did uh, – I did the Rocky Four robot instead. <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I'm just, again, I'm going a little off topic here, but speaking of Moonwalk, you reminded me. I finally made my way, we talked about it before, to a barcade over yes. in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I thought that place was awesome. It is awesome. It is so cool. They have Moonwalker, the arcade game there. I Every time I go now, I play it and beat it because it's so good. It is. It's different than the Genesis. One. I know it's, but it's great though. I love it's it. like that weird angle. Mm-hmm. That's, I, have, that got, I have it in here. That got a little difficult <laughs> to do. Um, yeah, the Sunset Riders, Terminator Two, so many great games. Mm-hmm. Although, unfortunately, I've realized it depends on the friends I go with the barcade because I went and I'm playing like X Men with some people. X Men, X Men. Yes, of course. And <laughs> it just becomes me and this one girl playing until we eventually lose and we're done. And I had friends. Who I went with look at me like why didn't you talk to that girl? We were playing X Men. Well, why didn't you talk get her number or something? Because we lost. They just shook their heads disappointingly at me as you're doing right now. It would have been a really good opportunity to do and so. And then apparently it happened later. And I didn't realize it because <clears throat> I was playing Moonwalker and talking to someone like this girl kind of starts you know like what is this and I'm explaining how you have to play as Michael Jackson is saving a bunch of children gangsters <laughs> and if you collect a monkey you become a giant robot sounds great <laughs> um, and apparently they were like kind of laughing and watching and everything I go back to the table I was at like hey what happened to that cute girl you were talking to there was a cute girl somewhere I missed it I was, I was playing Moonwalker <laughs> I'm the worst yeah <laughs> pretty terrible yeah that was like a perfect in too I imagine that place it would be the perfect in for me or like most people because all you have to do is Pop a quarter in, and now you're ready player two. And yep, and then you pop a quarter in later. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So anyway, Wizard World was great. Best Wizard World ever. Uh, we get World was awesome. So me and uh, Brian split the table as per usual, and we sit down Friday. We skipped Thursday because it was only like four hours, and by the time I would have gotten there after work, it wouldn't have even been worth it. But now that I look back, it might have been worth it. So we get there Friday, me and Brian. We sit down, and we're like, man, I just hope someone comes over and just buys everything and, like, takes our table banners, takes everything. <laughs> so, like, I thought I thought he was being stupid, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, that'll be the day. Fucking Saturday, we're just busy the whole time. Sunday was just as busy, and then... About, I don't know, 1 o'clock on Sunday, these two dudes come up to us and they're like, hey, what do you know with your banners when, when you guys are done? And I'm like, we're just going to toss them, probably. And he goes, how's uh, how's 40 bucks sound? I said, sounds good to me. <laughs> Sold. So the guy buys our banners and then comes back and buys three of my sketch covers. It's like, Jesus, this guy's the best. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Thanks to you, sir. Yeah. 
didn't catch your name, but I got it, but I'm not going to release it. Okay. <laughs> just because he paid my credit card. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he's super awesome guys. Really um, cool. We so we did is we we like have those like double dragon things on our banners. So we signed the arms and then put like little <laughs> tattoos on the arms for him. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was the most commissions probably I've done at a Wizard World ever. It was the busiest I've ever been probably to Wizard World. It, I've, I think uh, I've sold at least one of everything. You know, it's like one of those things where one show it'll be like you just sell prints. One show you just sell, you know, books. Like South Jersey Geek Fest, I sell more books there than anything else. Right. Uh, this was everything. There was like nothing that stood out. Like it was just a, a mix of everything that sold. Nice. Yeah, I've been avoiding Wizard World for a couple of years now because it just – it's one of those ones that it's been starting to get too big. It got really pricey. It got really mm-hmm. packed, and I was just kind of over it. Yeah. So I haven't been to Wizard World in probably two or three years, but there was a good local deal. I decided I'll give it a shot, and I will say they know how to organize now because they've opened up the whole convention hall. It's so spacious, but it's enough that – even when it's packed, you don't feel packed in like New York Comic Con or something. It's they've organized in such a way that it is, it could be busy, but you're not overwhelmed by it. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to see. There's plenty of vendors, uh, and then there's like official like Capcom had a uh, or Bandai one of them had a station yeah. set up uh, right in the middle advertising the new uh, Tekken game, which I didn't even know was a thing yet. Yeah, they even had some uh, Dark Souls going on. Yeah, they had Dark Souls. They had a there was a couple video game tournaments. There was. Obviously, all the panels and everything, because the big news was the Captain America reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a ton of fun stories and pictures that came out of that as well that I've been seeing all over the internet. And it's everyone's all the guests seemed pleasant. Everyone, I don't see any complaints online about this show. Everyone seemed to really enjoy it. It was done very well, and I would definitely want to try and go back again if possible. So I definitely want to check out Wizard World. Yeah. Next year, it's been a while. Definitely, it's, I think uh, I want to go back again. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, it's it was very New York Comic Con to me this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just as big with the celebrities, um, and they did a really good thing where it was like vendors, artists in the middle, and then celebrities in the back. So it's almost like you had to walk through the entire show to get to the celebrities, right. which. I totally appreciate it. Because that was of, always the thing you've been talking about before. It's like mm-hmm. it became just mostly about the celebrities. Yeah. And while that's still the draw, now you have to experience the whole con before you can even get to exactly. them. Exactly. And it, it was like staggered really well. Um, I just love that the artists were right in the center, which was a first. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like artists are in this back corner <laughs> over here. And if you want to go see art, you have to fucking you know pay the, the toll troll yeah. and go, <laughs> go find us. You know, but the only this thing that was disappointed is there was no aisle markers from the ceiling. Yeah, that was so odd. Nobody could find us, which was annoying. But we had this nice corner booth, so we had these beautiful banners that, that were sold uh, that really made us stick out a little bit. But there, it was weird that there was no like aisle C or aisle nine hundred. Like it was really hard yeah. to find someone if you lost someone. Right, so it's because they give you a map ahead of time that has everything labeled where everything should be, and then you can't see the labels. So yeah. It was it was weirdly laid out, but I I love the way that they did uh, the artists in the center. I thought that was, was great for me and selfish great. reasons, <laughs> you know. And the vendors right in the front, so I mean they probably had no complaints either. No, not at all. Yeah, um, I um I'm friends with the uh, the guy that created the movie buff card game. He's been doing a lot of local vending around this area, and talked to him, and he said that they did great. That they um 
they I think they sold their entire stock of the games that they brought. So yeah. I haven't I, heard one complaint from no. a vendor. Like most artists were like, Friday was slow. You know, Friday sucked. And then Saturday it was like I couldn't leave the table. Like I left the table for an hour. While I was gone, I sold a book and then while I was coming back, someone bought my wrestling frame print. Like as I was coming back. Wow. And Brian was like, just in time. <laughs> I was like like Jesus, yeah, and, even though, and then and then while I was going, what Brian said, someone wanted me to draw a Spider-Man Venom commission, but I wasn't there, right. so I could have even done even better. Yeah, but next time we're just going to bring you food. You're not going to yeah, leave. I can't. <laughs> and I can't. even like you said with the vendors, I know uh, as you mentioned earlier, comic trips they had a table. Yeah, at the show, and I think they did really well yeah, too. They did just a panel out there. Yeah. Plus, uh, before the show opened, I walked around and bought the first Spider Gwen. Yes, which was you were luckily able to find that and not a. Uh, ridiculous asking price. Yeah, plus I think it was the only one at the whole show, at least the one, only one it. I saw. So I didn't see any other ones. So well, I bought Especially the, that print, I didn't see any. Yeah. So I got the first print. Um, and it's it's, it's basically... Your, hmm? It's on your Spidey wall right now. It is. Yep. So it's, it's basically months ago, I was like, if I... If I, like I, I was, we go to like Bill shows and like stuff like that, smaller shows, and I'm, I'm always looking for it. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm hoping to find it for like around 50, 60 bucks. And then the guy had it for 75, and I made him an offer for 65, and he took it. So um, at Wizard World, you can't beat that deal. Nope. Uh, and it still goes for like a 100 and some bucks. So it's still a big book. And I just I just wanted it. You know, it's it's a big character now in the Spidey Mythos. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an important character now. It's not just like a flash in the pan, it seems like. So, right. so I took it. Yes. And I got it. I just felt bad because, it, like, she didn't come out in Amazing Spider-Man, she came out like Edge of Spider-Verse number two. <laughs> like, who the fuck is going to buy Edge of Spider-Verse number two? Like, nobody bought that book. And and stores under-ordered it, so that's why they had to reprint right. it so many times, because nobody ordered that book. I still, I hate how popular it got, because I remember, I think it was a South Jersey Geek Fest, about a month after that book came out, mm-hmm. there was someone who had it for like 12 bucks, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to spend that on that one. Like, yeah. It seemed overpriced because it was like a $4 cover. I'm like, just because it's Gwen Stacy, it's not going to be that big. <laughs> yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. That's how I still feel about Walking Dead number one. Oh, I can't believe you. Could have gotten that for like five bucks. <sighs> and in- Invincible too, probably, you know? Yeah. Two big books uh, now. There's so many shows now that are based off of comics that it's like, it- it's tough to really predict what's going to be big because I know... Uh, Preacher just started on AMC, mm-hmm. and which that's been in development for years now, but that's finally begun. Yeah, and uh, Outcast is starting on Stars, and that's another Kirkman book. Yeah, so. and uh, people are starting to buy up the first Doctor Strange and some of the big uh, Doctor Strange appearances now too for that right. movie. So that's going to be the big thing at shows to come. So I don't really have any other shows until october probably for geek fest but i i will be appearing at adventureland for dean ambrose in july um if we record another podcast before that you'll get more (laughs) details uh so i will be doing a print for that uh joker inspired somewhat um i think that's everything that's all the shows Uh, right well that that's all the shows but there's that announcement yes we do have we do have some breaking news here let me we need music for this breaking news (laughs) (laughs) oh this is a classic yeah. Oh wow. Oh wait. Nope. Never mind. You gotta add to your search there. The, yeah. It's come. Look up breaking news. It's coming up with literal breaking literal news. Literal breaking news. We don't want that. We just want the music. The dogs are freaking out, man. Where's yeah. the music? What's this? Hold on. Let me just read the. 
No, it's got voices in it. Damn it. Man. YouTube, you're failing us. Is it, are you looking at the wrong channel, maybe? Hold on. <laughs> Wait, that might be it. It had intro with it, too. Pardon the difficulties, folks. We're gonna. This is going to be worth it. Trust me. Ugh. It's the world news theme. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Any minute now. Don't worry. I know. What's this? All right. There's like generic ones. Sure. Can we just play one of those? Oh, yeah. CNN. Give How it a that? shot. <clears throat> see, I don't like that one. <laughs> Here, let's see, let's see how this generic one is. Synergy music. Yeah, I know. It's the synergy music. They fucking hurt me up. <laughs> I guess it is kind of synergy news too. Yeah. Alright, let me put that place. <laughs> Alright, so we have big breaking news. Yes. Uh don't make any plans, anybody, for August sixth and seventh, because we will be bringing you Twenty-four hours of Silver Surfer. No, just no! kidding. <laughs> okay, so that music—it's almost as right? bad as Scott Pilgrim music. Getting nom flashbacks. It's haunting, isn't Luckily, it? Luckily, I don't hear this much of the music usually. It's usually game over by now. Oh man, this, this is where it really picks up. <laughs> August sixth and seventh. We will be bringing you the Clash for the K9's 2016 edition. Yes. Uh, we will be playing uh, Silver Surfer for at least five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's about ten people. That can that's get about four minutes time. too long. Yeah. <laughs> we will have a Silver Surfer competition. We're going where... to play until someone appears on the high scoreboard. <laughs> Which could take days, but... Hey, you've done it. I have done it. You have done it. And did, who else? Someone did it last year. We didn't get a picture of them. I don't remember them. who. I don't know. But, yeah. We are... Coming to you live August 6th and 7th on SynergyComic.com uh, for more 24-hour gaming deliciousness. Yes. All for West Jersey Volunteers for Animals. And um, we're going to be having some awesome prizes. We're going to start that ball rolling now. Yes. Uh, we've had we've gotten a great turnout for the past what's that, three, four years now. It's like, been a while, yeah. We've been doing this a lot. Uh, and it's it, every time it gets bigger and better. So we really appreciate it, guys. They really appreciate it. Sure. Um, and we are, as per usual, hope to make this year bigger than the last, if possible. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yes, as you said, we will have prize announcements, game schedules. All that is coming up. Within the next couple weeks, within the next couple of days, even if we can get some stuff rolling quickly enough, yeah, um, that's the plan. So we will, but definitely keep the calendars open. August sixth and seventh, noon to noon, uh, you will be able to watch us all on synergycomic.com. Yep, chat and, live with us, contribute whatever you need to do. And the new thing this year, which I want to start promoting, is we will be doing the Nintendo World Championships. Which, if I don't know if you've ever heard of this or have done I it. I have heard of it, but I have so, never done it. The Nintendo World Championships, if you want to watch videos on YouTube, it's the most expensive Nintendo cartridge on the planet. Okay. There's a gold one and a gray one. It was a competition that Nintendo did back in the 80s. and Maybe maybe early 90s. No, it was the 80s. So, basically, you start the Nintendo World Championships, and it's the person who can collect the most points... Okay. So you have to collect, I believe it's 50 coins in Mario, or 25 coins in Mario. And then it cuts to Rad Racer, and you have to complete the course in Rad Racer. And then you play Tetris until the time runs out. 
And it's like six minutes long, the whole thing. Okay. So you have six minutes to do all of this, and the person with the most points wins the Nintendo World Championships. So I thought it would be a cool thing to do a Nintendo World Championship competition between everyone here. Okay. It's kind of exciting, and now, we can keep track of the points. Since this is a super rare, hard-to-find thing, how are you going to set this up? I have connections to a reproduction cartridge. <laughs> okay. Then I'm, I am all about it. Yes. Um, so I'm going to borrow the reproduction cartridge from a friend. Uh, Phil from Shamoozle has a reproduction cart. Um, they actually sell those on this site called, um, I believe it's Retro USB. Um, they're a little pricey, and I don't need to buy one. We can just borrow one for this. But um, we'll have a prize probably in the house for the winner of the Nintendo World Championships. That'd be cool. So I think it'll be a little bit more exciting than Blitz. We may play Blitz here and there, but yeah. it's not going no, like, to be the extent of At we the very least, if we decide to, even if we decide a tournament again, no, it's one and done. We're not doing best of three ever no. again. That took too long. No. no. I uh, implore you. <laughs> the Blitz, the Blitzness is over. So uh, I know a lot of people complain that it went on forever, and it's it's probably not the funnest thing to watch. So I can. I mean, I, it's I fun to it. play, and like it's yeah. one of those ones that because we dug it out from the '90s, it does seem like fun. I mm-hmm. imagine people get excited to watch it because it is so ridiculous sometimes. We are if we get big heads or whatever. We are definitely bringing back the Animal Planet block. That's for sure happening. Okay. I want to get my hands on a Crash Bandicoot. I mean, I have two and three. Yeah. So worst case scenario, I've got those. Mm-hmm. Um, what other animals are you thinking? Uh, of? I did pick up Awesome Possum for Genesis. <laughs> Uh, Sonic, of, of course. course. Right. Um, Donkey Kong Country, perhaps. Okay. Uh, that game. There's a lot of good animal games out there. There are. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I know. Mm-mm. We'll find some good animal games, but that's going to definitely be one of the blocks we're going to mm-hmm. have. And we've got to have a wrestling block again. Right. Are you going to incorporate that in the sports, or you think it's going to be its own thing? Mm, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. And uh, the Twilight Zone might return as well. I think we should definitely bring back Catherine. I, we never finished and Catherine. You know what I think? Well, actually, maybe. I have to figure out a way to do the PS4 because now we have a PS4. Right. If we can, maybe we'll do some Life is Strange in the Twilight Zone. Okay. All right. Or Gone Home, one of those two. I just downloaded Gone Home. Yeah, so did I. It's free. I don't even know what that's about. But, but it looks fucking crazy. <laughs> it does. Um, but yeah, we're going to we're gonna play all kinds of stuff. Right. Um, we're going to w- get some new games, some old games, some of your favorites. I wonder if the PS4, if we'd have to like... Switch to a Twitch account or something like that and yeah. not stream it the same way we streamed everything else. I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll play with it. We'll figure it out. We, there's a good chance we may not do PS4 games. or Yeah, game, but we'll and, honestly, and honestly, there's really not that much to play on PS4 yet. No, not really. I mean, I don't think anyone wants to watch Uncharted I thought about picking or up Destiny. New, I thought about picking up the new Guitar Hero for that, but I don't, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, we'll probably and people game. love watching Destiny. Okay, your wife loves watching us play oh, Destiny, yeah. fighting, fighting Omnigol at every <laughs> friggin' raid possible. Yeah, it sounds great. I don't know what's worse, watching that or watching Silver Surfer. Silver Destiny. Surfer probably wins. Too. Yeah, that Silver Surfer's at least entertaining. The music's great too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I need to start practicing. I'm gonna start finding this cartridge and. Uh, well, that's what I said to you is when you got your Retron, I'm like, you should buy Silver Surfer and just, and just play it and don't tell anybody. It. And then you just sit down and, and beat be like everything. The best <laughs> in the world at it. Be like, what the hell? Stan Lee himself will come to your house. Excelsior, someone beat the game. <laughs> all of a sudden, you get the power cosmic. <laughs> you have a surfboard. That, was, get the, all that was the secret of the whole thing. It's like Last Starfighter. Whoever's able to beat the Silver Surfer game becomes a Silver Surfer. Yeah. You get shiny and chrome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, we're definitely gonna do a comic book block, and that's probably a lovely gonna be day. Uh, last year we did the grab bag. I thought that was pretty good too. That was really cool. Yeah. And then people got all kinds of weird stuff like uh, Superman for Genesis, which is an awful game. <laughs> That's a, just as bad as Silver Surfer, I think. Uh, and I have uh, Punisher on NES now, too, so yes. we can play that, which is fun. You, you give Yeah, that, that was actually really cool. Uh, I might get it for fun. I might try and find it for Genesis, too, which is like a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Really? Which okay. is really good. You're, you and Nick Fury. Okay, Side-scrolling cool. beat-em-up. I've actually been looking for uh, Batman Returns also, which is apparently another side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can... Well, if we find that, we can and add I that can to bring the over my too. Batman and Robin game I was telling you about, which is damn near impossible, but it does need two players. Yeah. It'll, it'll be good. Yeah. No, so August 6th and 7th, it's going to be a thing. Yep. It's going to be great. 8687. Yes. Don't make any plans. We are going to be live starting at noon, ending at noon. 24 on the hours. 24 uh, hours of uh, me falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of playing Turtles in Time. <laughs> Again. Last, last year was the worst. Last year was the first year I fell asleep. In all the years we've done this, last year yeah. was the first time I was like, I can't do this. I had a nap for a little bit. I fell asleep by accident. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I did mean to. I took like a 20-minute nap because I yeah. had to. I was okay after I fell asleep initially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're golden. It's because we didn't play Catherine. I know. If, I we got, if we played Catherine, finished Catherine. I think we should start over with Catherine. Yeah. Now that we know what we're getting into, that nightmare fuel, I'm all yeah. about it. We should totally just start over because I, I kind of forget it anyway, and it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> We just be. We'll just make awful decisions. Yeah, just like the worst, most. Yeah, honey, things I'll be do. right there. Yeah. Call this other chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. So, Clash of the Canines 2016. Return of the Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's Revenge. Oh man, can't wait. Yeah, don't make any plans. Uh, we will be live, and if you want to donate, uh, that page will be up soon. I'm going to start updating all that. We're going to work on the block, uh, and we're going to start gathering prizes. So tell your friends. And tell your neighbors, I guess. Yeah, neighbors, friends. Tell everybody. Priests, whatever. Yep. You know, tell them all. Yep. Soldier Boy, tell them. <laughs> uh, so I think that's that's everything. I think we've, yeah. we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into recommendations? Yeah, why not? Let me uh, see if they can find this old ditty. Oh, this has to exist. Oh, is this it? Oh my yeah, god, it sounds it's a horrible. Garbage effect. <laughs> what the hell yeah. was that? What's this one? That's a little better. Slightly better. All right. Ugh, that's still bad. Off, what? Turn your autoplay off. Random other videos are going to start showing up. I know, why is that? Where do I get it? It's probably right here, right? Oh, no, top right corner. Here, I got it. Oh, okay. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> that's recorded off the TV. Oh, that's the worst. God, YouTube. Well, there's a guy playing it on his. The guy playing on the synth at Guitar Center. <laughs> All right. <laughs> womp womp. That works for me. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's the saddest recommendation noise ever. This one's good. That wins. That's good. All right. All right. So what do you have? What do I have? There's been so much that I could recommend the amount of time we've been But having. I won't. But I won't do anything. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm like... Uh, there really is a lot I could go over there's been a lot of movies a lot of shows uh, a lot of conventions I could recommend and it's tough to just pick one but I will pick 12 (laughs) so actually I'm going to go a little broad I'm going to well since it's been a while I'm going to say 
for now, the DC Comics television universe. <clears throat> Going a little bigger with this one. As a whole. Because I've... Uh, as I've said for years, I'm a big fan of the show Arrow. I've loved Arrow from the beginning. Season one was good. Two was incredible. Three was eh. And four got a little better now. Four just ended. But DC TV has been doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, Arrow was good. Legends of Tomorrow was kind of an odd mix of sci-fi and action. But I, I dug it. I haven't watched Supergirl yet, but I'm meaning to. Because I've heard good things about it. But the big one is The Flash. I was not... A fan of the Flash character ever. I've never, I've never liked the character. I've never cared. And when they first announced Grant Gustin for the role, I didn't really think much of it. Like this kid from Glee is going to be the Flash. It didn't. I didn't make that connection. But after watching the show for now two seasons, it's incredible. Whereas Arrow to begin with was very like we want to stay grounded and do our own thing. Flash is screw it. What's the weirdest stuff from the comics we could pull? <laughs> Telekinetic gorilla. Okay. Done. Let's do it. Time travel? Sure. Why not? Easy. Other Earths and dimensions? Okay. Let's have it. So The Flash is just like all the weird stuff about comic books they throw in this show and they make it work. And it's interesting. You get invested in these characters and <clears throat> excuse me. And I found myself really liking it. I know it deviates from the comics, but I don't care. It's a really good show. I really enjoy it. Season 2 just ended. My biggest fear is that I thought season two of Arrow was amazing, while season two of Flash was incredible as well. I'm afraid of where it can go from here, but based on the ending of season two, it looks like some really cool things are about to happen for season three of The Flash. Mm-hmm. So I recommend the entire DC TV universe. Uh, another show that was great that got canceled was Constantine. That was – ever since watching the show, I've been wanting to read the comics about that character more, but I thought the show was fantastic. And the character of Constantine has shown up in Arrow since then. Just as a quick cameo. So, and I know Supergirl's moving to the CW, same channel as The Flash now. So it's going to kind of have a lot of interaction between each each uh, show. They're building their own little universe, and it seems like it's a stronger beginning than what uh, Dawn of Justice tried to do. <laughs> I like Dawn of Justice because Batman. And Didn't see it. <laughs> eh, I enjoyed it. Eh. That's why I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Batman was cool. Superman was better. Everyone else is terrible. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just watch Civil War again with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd say DC TV is my recommendation. Watch, Start watching those shows, guys, especially The Flash. That'd be the big one I'd recommend. To, and uh, it's on start. Netflix. Yes, it is. Netflix is my recommendation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All of the Netflix. I guess my recommendation is uh, Uncharted 4 so far. Oh. I am about 18 or so chapters in out of 23, so I'm almost done. Okay. And I can easily say it's the best Uncharted game I've ever played. Wow. Uh, it's maybe one of the best games I've ever played. It's uh, Really? You're even this like, far it's as really Mass good. Effect 2 level? It's, like... uh, it's pretty close. Uh, Mass Effect 2 is like my life, though. It's not like... <laughs> You're not devoting 80 hours or whatever. Right. Yeah, Uncharted's like a nice 12 hours, you know, 12 to 15 hours. Um, Mass Effect was like 43 hours <laughs> or so, maybe 48. Uh, so two days of my life I spend playing in uh, the Citadel. <laughs> um, but Uncharted 4, I mean, how do you not love a game where you can play Crash Bandicoot in the game? Wait, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Uh, why is that a thing? Like, so... <laughs> Uncharted 4 takes place after Nathan Drake gets married. So you're married. 
and you're living like a normal life. You know, you're cooking dinner. Sounds like an exciting game. So the game <laughs> opens up, and you're in your house, and like you're walking around looking at stuff from the other games, like that you have like hanging up in your like office or whatever. Okay. And then you get called down for dinner, and then it's almost like. You do stuff like you do in the game, but it's all, like, home stuff, like cook dinner and, like, grab dinner and then place dinner with a triangle. And then, like, you, all, you like, have a bet with your wife to do the dishes or not. And then she's like, oh, uh, uh, no, I'll do the dishes. And he's like, no, no, I'll do the dishes. And they get in this, like, fake, you know, fun argument about doing the dishes. And then he's like, how about that video game you always play? He's like, how about, you know, whatever you, the jumpy thing you go, you always play. He's like, if I beat your score in that, then you have to do the dishes. And then she's like, you don't even know how to play video games. Like, it's not your thing. And then he's like, sure it is. He's like, I play this all the time when you're not at home. So she's like, okay. So she hooks up her PlayStation 1. Oh, my God. That's awesome. And she puts in Crash Bandicoot. Yes. And you play Crash Bandicoot. And you try and beat her score in Crash Bandicoot. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Do you have, like, the PlayStation loading screen and the whole thing on their TV? <laughs> it oh was incredible. God. That's awesome. It's probably on on YouTube. I didn't know about that. That's so cool. See, before Uncharted 4 came out, I, um... Oh, yeah, okay. You are going with the others. All right, it's more of the office stuff here. Let me, uh, play you for it. You'll play me for yeah, it? Yeah, 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 your little TV game thing. I bet I can beat your high score. You think that you can beat my high score on my TV game thing? Yeah, I think you're scared now. You don't even know what it's called. I don't need to know what it's <laughs> called. I've seen you play. It's right. jumping and running, and I have a natural talent <laughs> oh, for that. Really? So what do you say, chicken? Is it a bet? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, cowboy. Okay, watch and learn. <laughs> Is this it? No, it has to load. Load? Yes. Load. This is taking a really long time. You have no patience. When you turn something on, you expect it to... Okay, there we go. Oh my god. Crash Bandicoot. Is there a problem? No. No, just, uh... How do you, uh... How do you make it go? Push the start button. I knew that. All right. I got it. <laughs> okay, so you want to run towards the camera. Oh, my God. Run to awesome. the camera. Got it. Yeah, press X to jump. Got it. You'll want to jump over all the pits and the obstacles. <laughs> Come on, that's like my thing. Okay, run away from the boulder. Why is the boulder chasing me? Just run away from it. I did nothing to this boulder. <laughs> that was that was not too bad. What is that thing? A fox? A bandicoot. Looks like a fox. It's like a, a fox in jeans. Okay, smash the boxes. Why is a fox smashing crates? It's bandicoot. It's just it's what he does. A fox, and it's not very realistic. <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. Perfect. By the way, foxes can't do this. It's a bandicoot. That doesn't look anything like a bandicoot. Have you ever seen a bandicoot? Uh, no, but I'm sure they don't wear sneakers. Uh, these graphics are pretty good, aren't they? Use your spin attack. Which button? Circle spin attack. 
pit. Oh, what happened? You fell in the pit. <laughs> How do I uh, climb back up? You're dead. Well, that's not realistic. You <laughs> <laughs> should learn to climb. Climbing has always, always helped me. Last <laughs> life. You gotta make it count. Oh, he's so got this. Like grab the fruit. What does the fruit do? A hundred gives you an extra life. A hundred? Who's got time to pick a hundred pieces of fruit? <laughs> Her high score. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you can beat it. You might. I mean, if you hit all the fruit and hit all the what? boxes without dying, you might be. Is that it? You asked for it. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! I practically had it. You can give it another shot. Come on, double or nothing. My car could really use a good cleaning. Really, really gonna start yeah. the smack talk There's now? There's this mode called easy mode. I just switch it. Wow. It's way no, easier on. No, just keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. What are you gonna do? I'm, I'm warning. What are you gonna do? I'm warning. In real life, what hey, can you do? I'm Show me what can you I'm do in real life. What do you think about that? Huh? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like, it's literally like playing a movie. Okay. It's perfect. Like I I haven't seen anything wrong with it. You're yet. the one who got me into that series <laughs> because when I first got a PS3, you picked up a. Uncharted 1 and 2 for me for that Christmas. Yeah. And I like those games. I like 1 a little bit more. 2 got super, supernatural too much, and I wasn't that big a fan of that one. Yeah. Um, but 3, I only played recently because of 4 coming out, and I thought 3 was great. 3's really good, too. Um, but not many people ever talked about 3, so I didn't ever... It took me so long to play it. 3's but, tough. But 4, this looks... Just from that scene alone, I'm, I'm in. I, I gotta get this now. And, yeah. You do. It's great. <laughs> I even got the Funko Pop, Nathan Drake. Yes, you did. So that's my recommendation. Definitely go with uh, Uncharted 4. If you have a PlayStation 4, it's the game that made me want to get a PlayStation 4. Nice. Because it's Uncharted. I don't know how it's going to end still, but I'm hoping that it ends happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it will. Hopefully it ends with more Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) So I think that's all we have. Um, I think that's everything. Man, so much to cover. Um, So August 6th and 7th. Write it on your calendar now in Sharpie because it's not changing because every one of my friends are having babies at the end of August. So <laughs> it's the first weekend in August. You have no excuse. None. None. So join us for the 2016 Clash of the Canines, everybody. Sorry for the long hiatus, but we're back. Um, hopefully we'll be doing another one shortly. Um, but until next time, everybody, adios. So long.